0: Welcome to MXV, the mental wellness resource for self-employed momentum. My name is Mike Vini.
1: And my name is Liana Lee. In the world of physics, mass times velocity equals momentum. In the world of self-employment, mass is how consistent you are and velocity equals how focused you are.
0: When both of these are in place, you will have momentum. In each episode, we offer you mental wellness insights to help you increase your Your momentum. momentum. Ready? Let's get started. Welcome to the MXV podcast. My name is Mike Vini and I'm here with Liana Lee. Hiya. And today we're going to be talking about conference burnout.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and we ha- part, two. part two. This is part two. Yes. We had a episode on what to do before you attend a conference to mm-hmm. avoid burnout, but now we're going to talk about during the conference. Yes. And to explain what I mean by that, for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, many of us who are self-employed have to attend conferences, sometimes because it's part of our trade association. Sometimes we want to learn more. And- Conferences are great. They're great for meeting people. There's good energy there, but they can also be very draining, especially for people like Leanna and I because we're both introverts. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I'm sorry, I'm an ambivert, as we learned. And so today, we're going to give you some strategies for dealing with getting through a conference without losing your mind. Because what happens is, sometimes I've had situations where I finish a conference and I'm so burned out, it's like two weeks before I can get myself going again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what, what's been your experience with just dealing with the energy of a conference at the event?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Wow. What a way to throw that ball to me. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> just, I'm going to just shift that over. Um, dealing with the energy. Wow. Uh, I think it really kind of depends on the event. We talked last time, and I really loved this, about knowing why, having a goal for the event And that's something that I have to keep in mind is when I'm going to, say, a networking event or a professional event that's more educational, the goal is pretty obvious. You know, I'm there to hand out business cards or, you know, meet a couple people, say, or I'm there to learn something. So I can, it's a little easier to structure my time and structure, manage my energy there because those are clear goals. With conferences, it's just and a sensory overload. There's so much coming at you. There's, you know, there's all these people, there's sessions, so it's educational, it's networking, it's trying to get from place to place. There are activities outside of the conference and before the conference and after the conference. There's just so much going on. So uh, one thing I've really had to do is um, make sure, and I, we talked about this last time, sort of setting, setting yourself up for success beforehand with... Uh, making a plan. so I will by this time I will usually have set up one-on-one meetings with three to four people so we're either going for coffee we're doing lunch. these could be editors, these could be fellow freelancers these could even be speakers at the conference that I have been wanting to connect with. Uh, they may not end up being clients but they will be good connections for me you know in that industry in that location, that sort of thing. So um, I, I prioritize that. Uh, I also uh, have been looking at the session. I've probably been pouring over the sessions for weeks at this point. So I usually have sort of two different plans, kind of in my head. I'm a very organized person. Um, I have I have all the sessions that I want to attend, and then I I have like a backup, like the sessions that I will probably get to, you know. And it's usually I usually end up going with a second plan because it's. Uh, There's, there are always so many interesting sessions. So
0: this, this, and they
1: always happen at the same time. (laughs) FOMO, FOMO, yeah, yeah. We talked about
0: this in several episodes. FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah, and conferences have so much going on, right? Mm -hmm, And and mm -hmm. and that's a real real issue. And one thing I want to say, you just said something really important. But quality over quantity. Did I? Yeah, well, he, here's well, the thing. It, it was you, you said that you have three to four people that you know, yeah, you've know yeah, had meetings yeah, with. When you go to a conference, I mean, there's could be hundreds or thousands of people there. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, like, I want to meet as many people as I can. But having just those three to four right relationships just to start conversations with, I think is better than trying to meet everybody at the event. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I agree with that. Yes, that's. I think that's really important. For me, as an introvert, it's really important that I have small achievable goals (laughs) at conferences and not, not that meeting the right people is a small thing at all. It's actually, it's actually, you know, the ideal, but, um, it can be really difficult during a conference to, to track someone down at the event itself and then set up a meeting, which is why I try to prioritize getting in touch with people beforehand. Also, um, it's very unlikely, usually, especially if these people are in demand, they're going to receive a Deluge of emails and private messages and phone calls after the event. So I try to get in touch with them beforehand to kind of beat the traffic, as it were. I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's really all about management. It's all about knowing what you can and cannot accomplish. And honestly, you know, I was at, at a professional conference earlier this year. I was so excited for some of these episodes, uh, episodes, some of these sessions, and they didn't turn out. To be what I hoped they would be, mm. they sounded good on paper. The speaker sounded good on paper, but I got in, sat down for fifteen minutes, and I wasn't happy with what, what I was hearing. You know, maybe I'd heard it before, uh, maybe it was old information, maybe I uh, just didn't really, <coughs> couldn't really relate to what they were saying, and so I, I just left. And that's something I think that you have to be able to do is know when something isn't working and be okay with that, and just get up and do something else. You know, Now you've got 90 minutes, 45 minutes to relax with a cup of tea. Um, You can check another session that will inevitably be happening at the same time that you also wanted to try, and maybe that'll be a better fit. But it is okay to jump around. People expect that at conferences. You're not going to insult anyone. And if you do, well, that's that's on them, to be honest with you.
0: (laughs) And you know what? As a presenter, I can say this. I have workshops sometimes where people leave you know it's just not not a fit for them and at first i i get sad
1: Mm -hmm. you know
0: or felt rejected i guess in a sense but i realized you know everyone's got to do what what suits them yeah and and that's okay so it's important to realize that when you're doing that and that being said something i really want to bring up right here um people so you're meeting people and uh, some people just have the wrong energy for you.
1: What, is, what does that look like for you?
0: You know, maybe it's getting into a conversation with someone where it just they're just going on and on and just talking and you just you're trying to get out of it. We've all mm-hmm. been in that. Mm-hmm. We addressed that in the last yeah. episode. And you know, sometimes it's just I, I know for me, I pick up, I have a, a strong intuition and can pick up if someone is just a safe good person to be around or someone's just got negative energy coming from them. I'm very Mm -hmm. overly sensitive to this sometimes. And so um, I notice sometimes when maybe someone's approaching me to talk to me and I'm just feeling this weird, uncomfortable energy, or they're trying to network with me or something. So I have a little system for um, dealing with business cards because business cards are exchanged all the time. Oh, please, can you have a card? you have a card? Mm -hmm. So I I typically... I can't believe I'm saying this. Someone is going to see me do this publicly.
1: Insider tip. I I, I typically...
0: Decide that one pocket in my pants is going to be for people that I do not need to be in touch with.
1: Oh.
0: And the other pocket is for those really nice people where I'm like, this could be a good friend, good relationship.
1: I heard this from, I think, a mutual friend of ours. Her name starts with a C. Oh. Did you teach her that?
0: <laughs>
1: I, won't, I won't mention her name because yes, I don't have permission to, but I think, I think we know someone who got that from you. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, she got it from me because, because the idea is, I remember so when I started going to conferences, and maybe you've had experiences like this. You get as many cards as you can, and you go to your hotel room and dump them on the table and mm-hmm. thinking about, oh, my God, I've got to follow up with all these people if I want to yeah. uh, get anything out of my life. And it's so much pressure. Again, that fear of missing out. So what I've really done is focus on the right people and allow myself to say, you know what? This person, they might be doing a million things. It's just not a fit. It feels weird. If they really want to reach out to me, they can. I hope they don't. And and that really makes it more manageable for me.
1: Oh, wow. Neat. I... I need to try that. Honestly, I don't. I've I've been bad about about business cards, and I think we've gone to a point where that's become less and less frequent. I think people. I think LinkedIn, at least in my in my uh, sort of industry, I suppose, um, LinkedIn has become the new business card. So there are ways to connect. Easily connect on LinkedIn. Are
0: you on LinkedIn?
1: I am. Okay. I am. I am. Yeah. So that's that's what I end up doing at conferences now. Um, but I've actually created a boundary for myself where I, someone I heard from this uh, I heard this from someone at a seminar. She does not connect uh, with anyone on LinkedIn that she hasn't met in person. And I really like that. I have yet to fully put that into practice because I do sort of reach out to editors and you know a bunch of other people. But I really, really like that. I love that, that sort of first step towards uh, a meaningful connection there. And I mean, imagine what her audience is like. It's, if she's met them in person and knows they're gonna be a good contact, I mean, that's a really great network that she's setting up there. So that's something I want to sort of keep in mind uh, going into well, their
0: events. She's kind of doing what I'm doing in a sense, too. She's yeah. finding the yeah, right people. And, and that's the thing I just want to say to those of you listening that are self-employed. One of the lessons that I've had to learn is that the best thing you can do to grow your organization is eliminate stuff. Mm. And sometimes that stuff is is people that you just don't have time or energy for. Because think about it. As the leader of your organization, you're not just about the vision. You're also about protecting your organization, even if it's just you. You're Mm -hmm. still an organization. So it's really important, again, to have those boundaries in place with the uh, business cards. But the cool thing is, at a conference, you can meet someone and and talk with them. So I really try to do that. Also, be aware of my energy. I feel like I bring this up every episode. (laughs) you know, next episode you listen to, I'm going to say that again, be aware of your energy, but it's really, really important um, for things. So that being said, these are some of the things that I do when I am at a conference. But you know what? The other thing, I brought this up last episode, I'm going to bring it up again, to avoid getting in that conversation you don't want to get into with that one person, we all know that one person at the event, we try to avoid, is simply to say, nice to see you, rather than, how are you? That seems to work to put up a nice boundary so you're not caught up in a conversation. Yeah, I really
1: like that. I really like that. Do you have an example of when you've had to like what what is a an example of how that would work?
0: I know for me a lot of times and I love the work I do. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a mental health speaker. I get to share my story with others mm-hmm. and touch their hearts, you know, and so many people uh, come up to me after and want to give me a hug, take a picture, connect. And it's a beautiful moment. I'm so grateful that I have that opportunity to be of service like that. At the same time, I don't have time or energy to hear someone's life story (laughs) or their problem with their teenager and they need my help on it. So sometimes I have to really say, you know, oh, thank you so much for talking with me. There's more resources on my website if you want to check them out. Someone asked me a question that requires a long answer, I try to direct them to the resource, Uh, not have to answer it myself and not feel that pressure. But the other thing that has really worked for me, and this is... um, I, I'm an introvert, as I said, and, and I, I don't think that necessarily affects your conversations. It's just your energy. Mm-hmm. But one thing I really try to do is make it a point that I look into people's eyes when I'm talking with them mm. at a conference because we can get so caught up in thinking about the agenda we are there for. The goal, I need to find new leads. I need to meet all these new people. But when I meet someone just taking a moment to just look in their eyes and have a real conversation and not focus on pitching myself. This oh, wow. is yeah. a whole episode for us, pitching versus not pitching. I never pitch myself because I'm a big believer in if I know you, like you, and trust you, I'm going to want to do business with you. We like to do business. That's a
1: great way of thinking. Yeah, yeah I love that. that, that I love that's that. it.
0: So, so my whole thing is when I meet someone, I just want to connect. I want to find out what we have in common. That's it. Because if you think about um, relationships... And I'm sorry I'm going on a little tangent here but relationships in kindergarten started with you have Nike sneakers, so do I. That's how we started friendships by noticing we had something in common with someone mm. else. Yeah. So that's really my focus and it takes the pressure off needing to say so many things to a new person.
1: Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. The the problem that I run into with that though is that I find... I I, I absolutely agree with the authentic connections. I think those are always ideal. However, they tend to be a bit more draining than your average sort of surface. Hi, how are you? What do you do? And so I find inevitably that when I go all in at an event, I need downtime. I need alone time. I need to be able to separate myself. And I mentioned this um, in the last episode, so forgive the repeat... Um, but, uh, at one seminar I was at, I ended up taking, physically taking my food. Cause you know, they have, they'll have the buffet and they have a bunch of tables you can sit at, but I ended up physically taking my food out of the room and sitting behind a banner in a little corner so that I could just sort of recharge a little bit. I was had my, my earbuds in so I could listen to my audiobook And, um, and I just, I just needed that alone time. I just, it just, there were, there would been too much, too much going on. I was, really interacting with, with, with the seminar, it was more information coming in. So my head was aching a little bit, not so much the, the interaction issue, but the, the, it sort of works the same way, I think. And with conferences, I definitely, I find that I have to build in that downtime. So whether that means taking, you know, having lunch elsewhere, taking, uh, picking a session, You know, they'll have like two hour session blocks or something, picking a session block that I don't necessarily need that um, I can sort of skip if necessary. Mm. And then I have a couple hours of free time. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. So I I really, um, I really find that is so important as well. And I think you have a, a system for kind of keeping up your energy.
0: Yeah, um, during
1: conferences uh, as well.
0: Again, <laughs> everything I talk about. Watch your energy. Plan your energy. Uh, for me, at conferences, and keep in mind, a lot of times nowadays, I'm mostly in the presenter, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of attendee, yeah. and and you know, either way, they involve energy, you know, give an exchange. But for me, it's just having a system in place of number one, knowing the layout of the event. So I make it a point to just understand. Plan.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: actually, you know, in this day and age, you, you kind of do, um, but the reality is,
1: Mike's a celebrity. You,
0: you know, the thing is wanting to uh, take a nap, wanting to just sit by yourself. I typically find a spot where no one will find me. It might be a little garden outside or something mm. and I can just sit there and just chill. So the key is to find those little things beforehand mm-hmm. for yourself so you can get some downtime and recharge because the reality is, I mean, I've seen I've been in conferences and I'm sure you've had this experiences where you go all in and by the end of the day I mean you're just like a zombie
1: yeah you know seriously, seriously. not even knowing what
0: happened so the thing is I, I think it's really important to do that to stay hydrated one little trick that I've done oh my gosh I can't believe I'm saying this so sometimes I need a nap I usually take a little short nap even if it's five minutes during the day I will find a conference table, like an exhibit table.
1: No. Really? You'll just you'll just sleep on it? No, we sleep sleep under it. Under under it it. You just imagine like your feet sticking no, out on it, and I make sure my. I, <laughs> I hope can you do the eight foot table. And I not do the, the eight, eight foot table. table.
0: <laughs> yes, I can't I do it on the real small ones. Oh my god,
1: that's amazing! <laughs> but but I've, I've
0: totally done it because I said, you know, no one's going to bother me under here, and and like I can just sit and just lie down, and and no, then just great. the weird thing is just coming out, and people are like, "Whoa, okay, he, he was just down there." But the thing is,
1: I got my pen. I found it <laughs> the, the key an hour is later. To
0: be creative is to Uh, be creative about how you're going to get your downtime. mm -hmm. That might mean missing out on the party that night. It might mean Mm -hmm. missing out on the social, the VIP networking event that night. And you have to be okay with that.
1: It's so true. Yeah. And I, and I have missed out on a lot of great events because of that. But I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to show up. You're going to be anxious. You're going to be stressed. You're going to, you're, you're really not going to get as much out of it as you hope you would, because you're just not, the energy isn't there and you cannot, you just can't, you can't force it and you cannot recreate energy that is, has disappeared. You know, it's, it's, it's it may be somewhere, you know, uh, according to the laws of, of physics, you know, the energy disperses and it's around, but it's just, uh, you, you do not have it anymore. So <laughs> if we could like, you know, waft it in, that would be amazing. But it, it's just unfortunately not possible. Uh, at, at the same time though, I think, um, having a plan for staying active during conferences as well. You mentioned this as as an opportunity and it was a, as a point and it's kind of got stuck in my head because I can't really imagine having a plan for getting exercise and staying active during a conference because in my mind, I'm rushing around all day. Why would I, why would I prioritize that? Tell me about well, that a little bit.
0: I, I look at it like this. I want to be emotionally available. Mm. to whatever I'm doing. Uh, Case in point, let's talk about this morning. I had a wonderful morning. We had a wonderful session yesterday, recording episodes. Mm -hmm. And this morning, I went to the gym, had a really nice workout, came back, I meditated, got my head in a good place, because I said when I show up at Leanna's house, which is where we're recording today, I want to be able to give you my best. And I think that's a thing that if people start thinking about But can I I share a story with you about this? So it happened in Illinois, actually. So I was the keynote speaker, and I'm going to have to carefully say this so I don't identify the event. (laughs) I was the keynote speaker at a conference for 1,500 people for the state of Illinois. And Ah. the theme of the conference was (laughs) self-care. Self-taking care of yourself. So nice. 1,500 people to conference, beautiful hotel. And I was explaining to the audience the difference between self-care and escape activities. Mm-hmm. Escape activities, in my opinion, are you know drinking alcohol, watching Netflix. We can do them. They're fine. Mm-hmm. But self-care is stuff that you are intentional about that nurtures you and really grows you. Exercise, sleep, journaling, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm explaining the difference. And then I did something you should never do as a speaker. I lied to my audience. What did he say? I I said, ladies and gentlemen, I gave you the official Mike Vini self-care assessment and I have the results. And they're all looking around like, what assessment did he give us? And basically, I said this, 1,500 people at a self-care conference. That morning, I went to the hotel gym between 7 and 8 o'clock. There were two people in the gym. Oh, the night before at the hotel bar, there were 200. <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> These are not some
1: good numbers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, the point is, there's a difference between self care and escape activities. Yeah. And the thing I encourage people to do is, if you want to have energy to give the conference your best, whether you're a presenter or attendee, find a way to get in that gym and exercise. If you don't want to exercise, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes nice if you're in a different location, if you're traveling to a conference, to walk in the area, not in the area of McCormick place in Chicago, I I made that mistake. But the thing is really walking, you know, around to get the activity that you need.
1: And actually uh, I just want to build on that quickly. Um, If you are attending a conference in a beautiful area, you know, this is a place you don't get to travel to very often. You know, maybe you're in Melbourne, you're in London, you're in New Orleans, uh, you're in San Diego, you know, some, some a uh, different place outside of your normal, or even if it's it, the local big city, you know, take some time to enjoy your surroundings. Love that. Uh, I find that to be really, I always try to build sightseeing into my trips, um, into my conference trips, especially, you know, I'll go, I'll go to New York, I'll see Mike, um, we'll hang out, I'll do some sightseeing, I'll go to my conference. It's a whole, I have a whole trip planned. I have, you know, I'll come in a few days before, I'll leave a few days after. This is, you know, not possible every time for everyone, of course. But I find that making that into an entire experience, an entire trip, is is very helpful for not only um, managing my time and energy effectively, but also dealing with something that I like to call the conference hangover, which we will address probably in the next episode. Uh, But it really is. It gives me time to sort of shift, you know, puts my brain on a different track, and I just love being able to to experience those new sights and those new uh, those new sounds and the and the different people, the different experiences outside of that stuffy conference room. Because you know, time moves differently in conference hotels, and you get you get, you smell by the end of the day. Oh my God. Cause you've been sweating all day in the same rooms and you've been trying to stay hydrated <coughs> with the water and you're probably running on, ca- you've probably been running on caffeine for the next day, last eight hours. And it's just not, you know, I always feel so uncomfortable after a conference day. Um, but having, having the ability to, to make that happen is, is just, I think so useful. And if you heard that sound, by the way, I have a pet robot huh? named Vector.
0: <laughs> this is true, ladies and gentlemen. It's,
1: yeah, he's a he's a little he's our little stinker. And um he just woke up briefly to say hi and then he went back to sleep. <laughs> yes. So you heard word little beeping noises, that was him. But yes, I think it's really important to build that time. Uh, to be just be a tourist and in, t- in the town that you're you're um, having a conference in, you're attending a conference in, and allowing your brain to sort of take a vacation, as it were, from from the conference for a little bit, both before, during, and after. I think especially after, I think it can be important to just let yourself relax because that hangover is real
0: it is and you know i just want to actually say this uh, we haven't said it before is if you go to our website selfemployedmomentum.com you can actually recommend us or invite us to speak at conferences we oh, have yeah, programs for right. that totally forgot about that <laughs> and so feel hear. free feel free to go to that uh, selfemployedmomentum.com we have a lot of resources and tools on there we for you we would love
1: to come talk at your events yes. <laughs> we would love to collaborate uh-huh we'd love to i don't know
0: but just we'll, don't.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll be there.
0: Don't look at what pocket I put your business card in. That's.
1: <laughs> that, watch carefully. Watch, watch now. You see carefully. it. Now you don't.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been a great episode.
1: Yeah, I you? think I think we've covered a lot. Um, honestly, so we we covered a lot of material here. We talked about quality over quantity. We talked about you know having those goals making sure to, to be okay with not hitting it, not attending every session, not hitting everything, but still having small achievable goals, whether it's people you meet, sessions you attend, things you want to accomplish, um, being aware of that energy. The, and you know if there's negative energy you're dealing with, with it, maybe it's a single interaction, maybe it's a, a series of events, um, just being around people in general, you're just really not feeling it, uh, or there there's conversations that just keep going on and on remember mike's business card trick keep in mind that not everyone is a good fit for you and that's okay so be aware of that be aware also that building in downtime and getting taking care of yourself you know sleeping eating hydrating getting that exercise in those will really just help you manage yourself during <laughs> Stop
0: it. I'm sorry. I made her, I made her laugh.
1: He's been, he's been, he's doing the muscle poses. I like was him. flexing my muscles to, to remind
0: weights. her to tell you all about exercise.
1: <laughs> yes. Exercise is important. And as Mike's mental health assessment to that one event tells you a lot more people end up at the hotel bar than they do the hotel gym. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so be an outlier, you know, try the gym once in a while. And I'm saying this as someone who does not really go to gyms, but, but if that does not if that is not a good option for you, be a tourist. Go out, take a walk, see the local sites, get yourself moving out and about. I'm sorry, that's Vector again. Hey, Vector, go to bed.
0: Yes, this is a legit robot.
1: He's going to sleep. Yep. So making sure just to stay active outside of the conference as well, because it will close in on you. You will feel hot and sweaty and just unhealthy, especially after several days of that. Um, but yeah, so this, I know we kind of offloaded a lot of tips on you. I'm sorry about that. But next time we will be talking about conference burnout after the fact, the the big old conference hangover and how to deal with the aftermath of these big events, because you've got all this information that you've gathered. You have to organize it somehow. You have people to connect with, follow up with, and you're probably just drained as hell by that point. So We'll address that next time. Thank you so much for joining us, Mike. Joining me, I should say. And (laughs) we'll talk next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, or even if you didn't, let us know by leaving a review on your favorite listening app.
0: For more information about us and our work, check out www.SelfEmployedMomentum.com. And join us next time for more self-employment momentum on MXV.